Hello and welcome back to Beyond Survival, the new teacher podcast. My name is Jamie Tom. In this 50-minute talk today, what I want to explore is the power of curiosity. I'm going to split that into three different areas. I'm going to look at the power of curiosity in our classroom teaching to really inspire and enthuse our learners. And then secondly, I'm going to look at what happens as teachers when we really, really embrace that notion of curiosity about our teaching practice, about ourselves. And then finally, I'm going to use the last few minutes to talk a little bit about the Curious Teacher Conference, a brilliant conference that we're organising here at Edinburgh Napier University, which will be on the 30th September with some amazing speakers. So building towards that in the last couple of minutes. So we'll start with the question, why curiosity? Now, I'm a parent of two small children. So I've got a five-year-old and I've got a two-year-old. And it's a Sunday afternoon as I'm recording this, and I have uh, escaped off um, from an epic game of football um, to record this podcast. And obviously having two small children has its challenges. But in between the tantrums, the sleepless nights, there are as lots of parents I know who will be listening will appreciate. There's so many amazing benefits. And there's one thing about both my children that they both demonstrate that really for me is just absolutely fantastic. And it's that sense of curiosity that they both have. And they, they've, you know, they've got questions about absolutely everything. And the questions that seem to come from a real sense of childlike fascination. And all this weekend, even, they've been, you know, bombarding me with questions. I had a cracker already today, which was just, Daddy, what makes the sky brew? And I'm thinking, obviously, I'm going back to teach tomorrow morning. And obviously, there's sometimes a disconnect between what happens on my weekends that are full of that curiosity and that childlike wonder into on a Monday when I stand up in front of teenagers again. And what I'm really, really interested in exploring is how I can inspire some of that curiosity in the young people I teach. And I think that's an ambition that all teachers should have at the core of what they're doing in classrooms. How do we really get young people absolutely interested, connected with the learning, inspired by our subjects, by learning in general. And I think what really justifies this claim for me is when we think about the opposites of curiosity, so the antonyms of curiosity. And they're words like apathy, disinterest, indifference, and disregard. And that obviously is what we do not want to see in our lives, and obviously in learning. So what can we do really to get that idea of curiosity? And I think the start of lessons are absolutely vital in this. And this is obviously from a secondary perspective, but obviously in terms of it manifesting in the primary as well. So how can we use the start of any learning activity to get some kind of really interesting, creative hook for learners. And if I think about the secondary context, what happens there is obviously young people are on a conveyor belt of lessons every day. They go from one lesson to the next lesson. And often that leads to a sense of drift, a sense of, oh, here we go again. And that apathy that we want to try really hard to avoid. 
So those starts of lessons are vital. They have to set that inquisitive tone. They have to get that notion of interest. And I know in my own practice, often I get this wrong because I'll talk about the lesson objectives, the success criteria. And I really do think in the secondary context, they're often words that you see young people switch off from straight away. So what ways can you generate some kind of awe and some kind of interest? It really depends on different subject areas in the secondary setting or what you're exploring in the primary setting. But there's a universality. Is there an interesting image, a quotation, an object that might relate to a lesson? Is there some kind of way to build up suspense about what might be coming rather than going straight into those objectives? And it's not necessarily about using a PowerPoint because that's part of that conveyor belt from one PowerPoint to the next. Is there a way you can connect in with them? Can they make predictions about their learning? Can they draw connections between previous learning? All of these things, can they debate an area of interest? All of them help to sow seeds of curiosity that can then manifest throughout the lesson itself. So what can you then do when you're in the lesson? You've got some kind of hook. What happens throughout the lesson that can keep that sense of curiosity? And this is where questioning comes in. And questioning obviously is so ubiquitous in schools. It's everywhere. There's a real danger it becomes predictable and repetitive both for us as teachers, but also for young people. But a really important point on this is the quality of any thinking stems from the quality of the questioning. And if we reflect on any kind of conversation we have, that for me seems to ring really true. A conversation requires questions. The better the questions, the better the conversation. So the process of asking these questions can be a fascinating way to generate curiosity and real, real, real thinking in a classroom. And here's some brilliant phrases that might help with that. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this question. There are so many ways we might explore this question, folks. What are people's thoughts on this? So something open-ended that can help to generate that notion of everybody thinking and everybody engaging with the question. And those questions can be helpful in both reassuring and inspiring our students. And how else can we generate curiosity through the lesson itself? A big one for me is about how enthusiastic, enthusiastic sorry, rather, we are in the way we present material, the way we show our own passion, our own interest for what the learning itself might be the way we show that we're really, really, really interested in what we're exploring. And the more we can do with that, the more infectious it becomes for young people. And I do genuinely believe that that is the best resource that we can provide in the classroom, to be the person who's really, really, really passionate about their delivery. And then a final one, I suppose, in the classroom itself is about the power of stories the way we use stories to build up curiosity. And I love when I'm watching a teacher and they're telling some form of story that's connected with the lesson. There's always something that happens in the classroom. There's a hush, there's an anticipation, there's a real sense of interest. Because stories universally 
tap into the natural curiosity of us as human beings. All the way back to the Stone Age, stories have followed us all the way through evolution of society. And they follow us for a reason. Because they remind us of the interesting potential we have of the power of a story. Now, that's a couple of ideas for the classroom itself to hook in and engage and get our, that curiosity juices flowing for our young people. But why does curiosity matter for us as teachers and people working in education? And this is where I think that the absolute best teachers I've ever worked with were really curious about themselves as practitioners. And by that I mean they were really reflective about their own teaching practice. They thought carefully about how they could grow and improve in their craft. And they were always coming back to that question, what will make me more effective for my learners? So it's the curiosity of their pedagogy. And they showcase that by, you know, and for me, this is a brilliant way to approach this. It's going into another teacher's room, being curious about how they approach behavior, how they approach questioning, dropping in for 10 minutes in a really low stakes way and just getting some ideas and never seeing themselves as the final product, but always evolving, always growing. And then it comes back to a well-being point as well. I think the more we apply curiosity to ourselves, the more we recognize that really deep self-awareness is a big, big part of well-being. The point with this is I don't think we can manage our stress levels. I don't think we can control our stress levels unless we're reflective about what our unique trigger points are. And they're really, really different for every single person. But if we're really curious about that and we think carefully on a day where we have perhaps our stress levels have been higher, taking the time to detach a bit from that at the end of the day and thinking, what was it throughout that day that made me feel this particular way? And then what is it I can do to help counterbalance that, to make me feel a bit calmer, to make me feel a little bit more positive? And as I say, that's really, really different for every single person. So that's two strands of curiosity. Curiosity in how we apply it in our teaching, but also how we grow as a professional in both self-awareness and improving in the classroom itself. So finally, I'd like to just take a couple of minutes to share the wonderful conference we've got planned at Edinburgh Napier University coming at the end of this month in three weeks. And the title of that, you won't be surprised to hear, is called the Curious Teacher Conference. And we're really passionate about Edinburgh Napier University, about what we do in terms of building up developing teaching and learning across Scotland. And I know we've got lots and lots of listeners to this podcast who are from Scotland and listening in. So what is it about this conference that's going to be unique and going to be special? Really, we're looking at three different strands of that curiosity theme. We're looking at pedagogy, inclusion, and thriving in teaching. 
And we've got so many amazing speakers speaking about each one of those different areas. We've got about 13 speakers in total, and I won't list them all here, but we've got people from head teachers like Bruce Robertson to classroom practitioners who are really doing amazing stuff in their own classrooms. Um, and in terms of the, the, the what they're speaking about themselves, they are talking about lots of different aspects. So we've got things like behavior. My colleague Colin McGill is doing a brilliant session on behavior. We've got things about how do you teach students who might have autism? How do you improve your support of them? And we're also looking at things like anti-racism in our classrooms. And that's balanced with some amazing stuff from uh, speakers like Sarah Phillip. Sarah Phillip, who's been on this podcast before. She was incredible, a brilliant episode looking at our psychological well-being. And that conference is at the Sight Hill campus in the wonderful, beautiful city of Edinburgh. And it is only £24. So it's a full day of workshops and speakers starting at 9.30. I'm lucky enough to be starting the conference with a talk about um, a little bit similar to what I've been talking about today, that notion of curiosity in education. And then we work into a choice of three workshops and talks in each of the individual time spans throughout the day before we finish with a fantastic talk, um, which will be about three o'clock, um, a brilliant talk that we're going to look at, which is about improving well-being for young people in the classroom. So that will, the conference will finish at 3.30. Um, so £24 for seven hours of quality CPD with a lunch included in that price as well. So to find out a little bit more, you can follow me on Twitter at Teach Gratitude or you can Google the Curious Teacher Conference and I'll put a link in the notes for this episode um, and that'll tell you a little bit more about it and some of the other amazing speakers as well, people like Kylie Hughes, um, Karen Watson, Jenny Reese Jenkins. We've got loads and loads. Of, I can't even list them all here because I can't remember how many wonderful people there are involved in that process. So just to recap, a little bit of an exploration on curiosity, why it's vital in education, and then a little bit about our brilliant conference, as I say, Saturday, the 30th of September, going to be brilliant and I really really do hope that I see lots of listeners of this podcast there at that conference. So later this week um, my colleague and I Colin McGill will be having a discussion I'll share that on Wednesday about um, how we can build up really positive relationships from the start of the year what are some of the tools and strategies we can use to do that. So I hope you found this episode useful if you have please do pass it on to anyone you might think that would benefit. And any questions at all about that conference, please just do get in touch. Thank you so much for listening.